listen, if you dare, to this Sundown 96.6 presentation. Open your eyes and look into the darkness. Something strange is moving. Something grave and sinister. Something paranormal. Something ghostly. That sends shivers down your spine. It is children with cult class with your house, Caitlin. Welcome to Chillin' with Cult Class. My name's Caitlin, and this is where we talk about everything spooky, strange, and unexplained. Okay, I have to tell you guys that <laughs> Stupid Vanilla Sky. We watched that movie. That was a movie club pick a few weeks ago. And I have been sick this week. I had like this gross cold. I'm better now. But I was taking all kinds of cold medication. And one, I think I took NyQuil or something. It knocked me out. I don't want to like put NyQuil on the spot. So some drug. Yeah. And I had the trippiest... Vanilla Sky dream that I probably the trippiest dream I've ever had where I was like living this dream life and all this stuff and then by the end of it I was actually so it was kind of like Vanilla Sky but I instead of being dead I was like crazy like I was in like a building I don't know if I was crazy but it was like all in my head like it that was it was like Vanilla Sky it was like all in my head and it was like this dream life and then by the end of my dream it's like it was me, but I was also like looking at me. So I don't. Huh. But I wasn't looking at me. It was actually the actress from Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. So I don't know if it was. Oh yeah. It yeah, was like yeah. supposed to be me, but oh, you know what? how dreams are like that. Dreams are so weird. There's a funny TikTok, and it's like I had a dream last night that like the I drank the pool, and the nurse went to you know, <laughs> and like everything like, makes sense yeah, to yeah, you. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever, guys. I had this like crazy freaking. Drug induced. Yeah, brought to you by cold medicine and <laughs> vanilla sky. And vanilla sky dream. Wow. It was so trippy. And I was like, I got to get better quick. <laughs> so here I am a lot better. Well, I'm so glad you're feeling better. Thank you. Also, Nick, you've had quite a week. Well, not only taking care of me, but because I'm a terrible sick patient. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm like, oh, just like, oh, no. I would get up, but I just can't get up. Oh, no one likes being sick. I, <laughs> yeah. Such a bad, bad patient. No, but no, on top of that, Chasing Jack around. Oh my gosh. So Jack has figured out whenever we close the door to leave that his head fits perfectly in that little spot, you know, mm-hmm. whenever 
Jack is our goat. Jack Jack the goat. And his head fits perfectly into like between the gate. So we have a goat yard and it fits between the gate and like the fence. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And he has just become our little like escape artist. So the other day he took off and I had, I was like carrying like hay or something in my other hand and I had to like drop it and the gate was open and then Ellie was like, Ellie, our other goat, was like her paws were on the fence just watching and she was like screaming and he was like laughing and he I was, was chasing oh, him oh all God. over the yard and we actually it was we caught it a little bit on one of our security cameras caught me chasing his laughing little butt all around the yard and it was just like such a scene and then oh my I didn't even think about it like after I put him back in but the gate was wide open and what if she took off I, I would have been like up Ellie's the creek a without angel. a paddle and- I, Ellie's our angel. Oh, she's such an angel. I'm, I was convinced I was telling you, I swear that she was just like laughing. Like, run, Jack, run. Yeah. Run, Forrest, run. run. Yeah. Because she was screaming. He was screaming, having the best time. Uh, it was hilarious. This video, I shared it on our Instagram at chillingwithcult.class and on my art Instagram that you can always follow at cult.class. But I'll share it again. It is so funny because Jack is literally laughing. Like when Nick says that, like he means it. Like he's like <laughs> laughing. He's like ah! the whole way, just like cracking up. And oh Nick is like gosh. falling over, oh chasing this goat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was uh, that was something. Yeah, we're new to the homesteading. We're thing. figuring it out. We're figuring it out. Uh, you can also follow our homestead adventures at Nightwalker Outdoors on Instagram. But we. Um, we're figuring it out. Yeah. We posted like this chicken coop video on our Instagram. Causing on... quite the stir yeah. on the internet. So we got this chicken coop. Very nice. It was a gift mm-hmm. from my parents mm-hmm. because they knew we wanted chickens and it was such a such a generous, nice gift. So sweet. Totally unexpected. And so Nick, because we watch all these review videos and stuff too, we were like, oh, we'll do a like little video, a little reel. Yeah. You know, hopefully maybe it'll help other people who are gonna get chickens because we don't know. Totally. And, yeah. Oh my gosh, this video like took off. It has like over 60,000 views or something. Yeah. And people are commenting on it like, this is the worst chicken coop. Return it. Yeah, people have very terrible. strong opinions in the chicken world community. And it's, it's like both spectrum. Some people are like, well, hold on, I can't speak. Some people <laughs> are like, oh, this is like, you know, this looks so nice or whatever. And then yeah, some it's a other... great starter. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Oh, four, we're getting four hens. They're, oh, yeah. this is great for four. And then some people are like, you hate everything that's alive, you terrible person. How are you so stupid? It's crazy. It's been crazy. People are so opinionated. Well, I know this already with my Instagram and just like over the last few years, but I didn't know that people are so opinionated about like chicken coops off of Wayfair, but I mean, I know people it. got stuff to say about everything. Yeah. So. Yeah. So that's been a fun little, every time I check my phone, there's, there's some something. crazy thing on my screen from some <laughs> random person. People are swearing at us. Oh, it's yeah. like, it's bonkers. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, crazy. Yeah. We're learning as we go. We're checking it out. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're figuring it out. Um, so one of my followers had the best advice for me being sick and they messaged me and they were like, all I do is watch old episodes of X-Files when I'm sick. And I haven't watched the X-Files since we watched it, I don't know, maybe six, seven years ago. Something like that, yeah. Like we just powered through all the old episodes and it was Everything, amazing. The movies too. Like religious experience, oh, if you yeah. will. That was incredible. <laughs> Such a good show, so <laughs> iconic. And so we started re-watching it on Hulu. 
and it is so good. That was the best recommendation, like for anybody who just wants like, you know, you just want clean, yep. good, paranormal mm -hmm. TV. It's a good time. It's a good time. Scully and Mulder are the best. They're oh, still the best. It holds up so good. It hasn't skipped a beat. You can just put it on and you're back with them. It's still relevant. I mean, like oh. still even the cases they're having, it's still like questions we have today. It's not Absolutely. like anything has been solved. It's, yeah. Um, it's just been so good. So highly recommend as a throwback to watch any X-Files, uh, especially like, you know, I don't know, in the winter, if you got extra time, like early nights when it's dark, like totally, totally. great time to watch some old And go back to season one, episode one, like start at the beginning, highly yes. encourage it. Cause I, I don't really remember the specifics, but it developed so quickly. I didn't remember them even introducing, um, Scully to Mulder or yeah. anything, so mm -hmm. it, that, that all happens in episode one. It's amazing that episode one was their pilot because it's like a great episode. It seems so established, all right? Yeah. It's so crazy. But Hulu, check it out, Hulu. All the episodes are there. Yeah, it's so good. One more bit of housekeeping. Um, I am now part of Sundown. I've told everybody that. Sundown 96.6, and you can go to the website at sundown966.com and uh, you can submit through the contact page if you have music that you want to play on the radio like mm -hmm. indie, cool, spooky music is always great but anything. Yeah. Um, if you have eyewitness accounts of like UFO sightings or paranormal encounters, uh, ghost encounters, whatever, you can submit it on our website. You can even submit an audio recording of yourself and we can just play you on the radio. That's so cool. With your voice. Yeah. So we're, we're developing all of that, but check out Sundown 966 because I'm just so excited about it. So sundown966.com is what I meant to say. Um, but that was one last thing. We have so much to jump into this episode because it's a very UFO heavy episode because the phenomenon is so good and it brought up all kinds of stuff I wanted to talk about. So let's go. Greetings, Earthlings, from Sundown 96.6 FM. This message is to inform you of the following. If you have ever experienced something creepy in your life, from a ghost to a UFO, please submit your story on the contact page of our website, sundown966.com. If you create scary and science fiction music, please submit your music for radio play consideration on the contact page of our website, sundown966.com. Thank you for listening, and thank you for participating. From all of us here at Sundown 96.6 FM, this ends message. This week's UFOs in the news comes from a popular mechanics article that came out this week. And it is about how the government is now going to investigate reports from the Air Force from the 1960s 
that UFOs were disabling nuclear weapons back then. And so they're retroactively going to investigate these. Wow. And this is only coming out this week, so I don't know if they investigated them. That I mean, I'm sure they looked into it, but I guess they're going to do a deep dive into what was going on. And this also plays into uh, the documentary The Phenomenon that we watched this week. But yeah. the government is going to dedicate time to investigating these 1960s-era UFO sightings and UFOs that supposedly disabled nuclear weapons. That's so crazy. Maybe they're doing it now because they're at, like, the advances in technology and stuff like that to where they can, like, really potentially get an answer. Yeah, I think so. And I think it's so uh, prevalent in the news right now. And Mm -hmm. the government's really leaning into all of this stuff, it seems, at the moment with the ATIP program and everything that... um, yeah, it's. I guess now is the time for them to investigate it. So that's your UFO news of the week. Now, please stand by for your paranormal news of the week. Your paranormal news of the week is that last month, The Sun, a UK-based publisher, named this hospital the most haunted place on earth. And the hospital name is Yorktown Memorial Hospital, and it is in Texas, near San Antonio. Wow. Yes. That's quite the the badge of honor. (laughs) What? What an honor. (laughs) Oh, the most haunted place on earth. So if you are in Texas, if you are a listener and you're in Texas, please, oh my gosh, tell us if you've ever been near or by this place or visited this place. Uh, It's supposed to be incredibly spooky, incredibly haunted. From an article on MSN, it says, complete with long, narrow corridors, sickly green walls, and nearly 2,000 deaths under its belt, this hospital is a hub for paranormal activity. Wow. Yeah. That's wild. Most haunted place on earth in Texas near San Antonio. It is the Yorktown Memorial Hospital. If you disagree with that, message us and let us know. This week's Movie Club discussion is proudly brought to you by Nightwalker Outdoors. Love the outdoors and fitness? Check out Caitlin and Nick's business on Instagram at Nightwalker Outdoors and on their website, nightwalkeroutdoors.com. Enjoy this week's Movie Club. Welcome to the Movie Club. There's been a UFO alert across southern Africa. This is a continuation of possible UFO story. A large, brightly coloured object was seen travelling very fast above Zimbabwe, Zambia and South Africa. I thought it was an alien and he had big eyes. Several planes saw it. The experts are baffled. Rua, Ariel School, 19th September, 94. 12, 12, local time. Could 
you tell me what you saw on, on Friday? Well, it looked like it was like glinting in the trees. Like it looked like round about like a, like a disc, like a round. Are you sure yeah. it wasn't a, a Harrier jump jet or no, something that the Zimbabwe it, Air Force had got? It was like in a, in a disc. I saw something silver on the ground amongst the trees and a person in black. They had big black eyes. That's all I saw. I saw a glimpse. They kind of turned around and stared and then went back into a kind of like ship. I saw this, this silver thing in amongst this clump of, of trees with this one thing sitting on the side and another thing sort of like running up and down the, the top. What does he look like? His, his face was like this, and his eyes were down here. Uh, Mr. Mackey, you're headmaster of Ariel School. Tell me, what, what, what do you think of all this? Um, I feel sure that the children feel that they did see something. We asked them to draw pictures of what they saw on Friday, and um, after looking at those, I definitely feel that they did see something. What do you think that was? I agree that it could be something that we um, are not common with. Um, but to actually say that it was a UFO, I would be uh, reluctant to make a decision like that. What did you see? I just uh, uh, saw a glow over my chicken run. Uh, a very orange glow. But it was a helicopter or No, no, it was just a big round wall. Can you just tell us what happened the other night at Kariba? We suddenly looked up and we saw this thing coming over the top of the hill. As it sort of grew, uh, came abreast of us, it suddenly uh, changed from this glow to, to, let's say, two big red orange balls. Um, again, first thought was um, an Airbus 300 with the, the two engines. But then one thing we noticed about it was the, the lack of sound. In total, I would say about 14 people saw this, in our group anyway. They did tell me from London this would be the biggest story of the 20th century. As I said to Tim yesterday, I mean, I, I do believe the children saw something. Saw a door. What equipment have you brought with you? Uh, well, Gunter is a highly technical chap and he's made his own Geiger counter, his own metal detector. We're going to check it out and see if there's any radioactivity there. Cindy, what are your impressions after this morning's little expedition? Well, I'd, I certainly believe the children. I've come across a similar type of thing in Broadhaven in Wales, 1979, and the British didn't believe it, although I went down three times, and it's very similar to the whole incident here. Last week's movie club pick was The Phenomenon from 2020, and it is personally one of my favorite UFO documentaries of all time. Uh, I really enjoyed rewatching it. What did you think, Nick? I thought it was great. I think, still, and I think this uh, film really highlighted it, that there is so much the government isn't telling us. Oh my gosh. 
Yes. Duh. Duh. Right? <laughs> Cue the do you do you do you do I think my thing is I don't even know if the government knows anything. I don't I think there's so I think it's more like there's so much we don't know is how I want to say it. I, and totally. there's plenty that I don't know that the government knows what UFOs or aerial phenomenon is. But I think whatever they have figured out, they definitely aren't telling people. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. And so I love the historical um you know, accounts in this documentary. So many over the last like 70, 80 years. It's so cool because they pull so much like old footage so and meticulous eyewitness with their documenting. And, yes, and eyewitness accounts is just like really thick it with is, accounts. Yeah. But there is one account that I really want to highlight, and you just heard a clip about it from BBC when they covered it back in 1994. It's the aerial school phenomenon, and it happened in Zimbabwe. Um, on September 16th, 1994, where about 60 plus students, over 60 students, witnessed a unidentified flying object land outside of their schoolyard. And according to some accounts, it was two beings or one being got out of the vehicle and telepathically communicated with the students. And to this day, these students still remember and still recount this encounter, and they recount the encounter on the documentary, The Phenomenon, as adults. As adults, right. Yes. It's, yeah. And it's just, hands down, one of the best documented, most substantial, like, UFO, potentially being extraterrestrial encounters that have ever happened. I, in recent modern history that I know of. Without a shadow of a doubt. I thought it was so crazy how there was about 60 children who were separated and grouped off, interviewed at collectively, mm-hmm. and they did not stray from the same story. What children can do that unless they're just telling the truth? Exactly. And then as adults, they still stand... I mean, if you... I don't even know why you'd lie about that as a kid, you know, when you're in grade school. But then if you did as a group of 60 kids, which I I feel like at least one kid, if they were lying, would be like, you know what? You know, we're just... Right. You know. Ponytail. I'm going to get in trouble. Yeah. We're lying. But, like, none of them, as adults, Sue, admit to, like, lying or anything. They very adamantly believe that they saw what they saw and they even drew pictures um, at the time yeah. of what they saw. And I will post pictures of what they saw on our Instagram at chillingwithcult.class. But here is um, just an audio clip of some of the kids talking about yes. this incident at the time. Um, we were playing down over there on the, um, on the log. Yeah. And then we saw something shiny, so we all ran down over there. And it was in the early morning? It was at break time. Yeah. And then we saw something shiny, and we saw two two people. They were in black, tight black suit, and they had big eyes and a small. We didn't actually see their nose, but it was quite small, and their mouth was quite small as well. One of them was running in slow motion up across the ship, and the other one was standing beside the ship. 
Yeah, you made a drawing, huh? It looks like this? No, yeah, something yeah. like that. I couldn't see the eyes or the nose or the mouth. It was just blank, like a piece of paper. Mm -hmm. so, well, when they came, I thought they were crazy. Was <laughs> <laughs> this the first thing you saw? <laughs> I thought they were crazy just coming to our school doing nothing. And all I saw was something like silver coming down. And I said, what must that be? And everybody's crowding it. I must go crowd too. And then I went and I started crowding and everybody, uh, then more people came and more. And then I said, hey, I can't see anymore. Come on, somebody, I'm short. Come on. <clears throat> and then I went to the front and I started seeing more of them. And then I just ran away. Um, the day before the special came, my friends and I we were sitting um, in the playground and uh, one of my friends, her name Emily, she looked up into the sky and she said, oh, there's a UFO. She said, and I looked at it and she said, no, just kidding, it's an aeroplane. And we looked up and um, I thought to myself, that can't be an aeroplane because it was very shiny. It, was, it looked kind of like a cigarette, you know. It was a long thing and then on the end it was all shiny. And... Um, so I said, maybe it is a UFO. So we were all kind of like getting scared now. And then um, the day that it happened, then we started thinking, yeah, that must have been a UFO in the sky. Because my brother also saw it, but he's left the school now. It was sort of like, sort of like a round shape, sort of like a plate, sort of like two plates that were sort of like on top of each other. <laughs> then there was sort of like the um, hole, the hatch for it, and there was sort of like in between two trees. You couldn't see that clearly, it was just silver all over. And didn't, I didn't see any men or something like that. You saw one UFO that's surrounded by little ones? Yeah, one yeah, big one. One spaceship. Yeah. Yeah, let me see. Let me see yeah. your drawing. One big one. One big ship and then small ones surrounding it with, um, with there were lights. Yeah surrounding the ship like uh sean's huh? this is sean's drawing yes. yeah, basically. yeah and okay one landed the big one landed and the and two aliens came out yes and what and happened with the little ones the little, little ones they were just flowing around in the air they didn't touch yeah, the they ground, didn't they touch the ground the and, and, then and then these made the silver lights yeah, yeah, they're making yeah. different color lights, like yeah, green, like they red, flash to green, green, then they'd go to blue, blue and, and then orange, purple. Yeah, yeah, purple and um, red. But it was like it was going like each one to each one, but quickly. Yeah, like, yeah, like, like, like you know, like they'll go there and then it'll vanish and then it'll go there and vanish and then vanish. And then vanish. Oh, really? But going quickly, like as if it was one ship moving. <laughs> yeah. I think the most interesting thing about it, and when you watch the phenomenon, when they're speaking as adults, they're really um, adamant about how, how the extraterrestrial communicated with them telepathically, like I said, and they were communicating a message of like, technology is bad for us, we're on the wrong path, mm -hmm. and that it's like a pro-environment message in that like, they needed to go into the world and help humanity in that way, like s stray away from technology and away from weaponry and all that and, you know, into nature. And yes. that, and it was sort of a warning. Mm -hmm. I think that's so, it like gives me like goosebumps. I, I think it's yeah, eerie. It's the most eerie. It's so eerie. And so, um, 
it's just an incredible encounter. It's an incredible story. You can research more if you look up the aerial school phenomenon uh, in Zimbabwe. Yep, there's tons of stuff out there on there. Yeah. And uh, but I'd start with the phenomenon first. They do such a great job. Yeah, they do a great job. So that was our movie club pick for last week. This week, our movie club pick is The Babadook from 2014. It's free on Tubi. Love we that love Tubi. Tubi. Um, I haven't seen The Babadook in year, probably since 2014. I don't know. Yeah. Um, in years and years, so it'll be like watching it new. I don't even remember. Uh, but that is our movie club pick of the week, The Babadook. Be sure to watch it before next week's episode. You can show your support for this podcast by visiting chillinwithcultclass.com and follow on Instagram at chillinwithcult.class. Also, remember to follow Caitlin's out-of-this-world art at cult.class on Instagram. This week's scary. Hundreds of people told Air Force investigators they'd seen the saucers with their own eyes. Bright, shiny things that whisked through the air at incredible speeds. Even airline pilots who seldom indulge in fantasy reported sighting them. And Air Force flyers told of chasing them, or something, all over the sky. The Air Force called them unidentified flying objects. But people went right on calling them saucers and seeing them. There was something in the air. The nation's capital was invaded from the skies. Seven unknown blips suddenly appeared on radar at Washington National Airport. Air traffic controllers at both Andrews and Bowling Air Force bases confirmed the objects as they danced through restricted airspace. This week's scary story is another witness account that they talk about in the documentary The Phenomenon. And I think it's such an underrated account and not very talked about, so I wanted to highlight it a little more. In 1952, there were eyewitness accounts of UFOs over the Capitol building in Washington, D.C. I found an article on TravelChannel.com about this incident, and I'm going to read some of it now. It was just before midnight on July 19, 1952, at the Washington National Airport, when an air traffic controller spotted seven unidentified flying objects in the sky southwest of the nation's capital. The controller, Edward Nugent, asked colleagues to double-check what he was seeing. They confirmed the equipment was working properly, and what they could see was not following a typical flight pattern. Not long after, the controllers could see other bright objects hovering over the White House and the Capitol building. Fighter jets were scrambled from nearby Newcastle Air Force Base in Delaware in the pre-dawn hours of July 20th, 1952, but the UFOs disappeared from radar and from sight when the fighter jets arrived over the city. When a lack of fuel forced the jets to return to Delaware, the radar detected the UFOs again leading the air traffic controllers to believe the mysterious crafts could intercept and understand radio traffic. By daybreak, the objects were no longer visible on radar or by eye. 94 interceptors were scrambled. 
Pentagon press liaison Al Chop was in the radar room that night. We could see the planes coming in on this radar scope. The minute we saw them, beginning of these guys, UFOs disappeared. They just left. They obviously, whatever these things were, had intelligence enough to get out of the area when they had an intercept going in. The following weekend, the strange phenomenon happened again. Around 8 p.m. on the evening of July 26th, a pilot and flight attendant on a plane bound for the airport noticed strange lights above their aircraft. Again, fighter jets raced from Delaware to Washington, D.C., and air traffic controllers could see numerous unidentifiable objects across the radar. That night, one of the fighter pilots saw the strange lights and attempted to chase them, but his craft was no match for the speed of the UFOs and ended his pursuit. This is a very not, I feel like, highlighted UFO sighting um, that people, there is an artist rendition and there, I don't know that there are any photos uh, of this, but I feel like because it was Washington DC or something, it's just like flown under the radar, no pun intended, <laughs> like, you know, um, but the idea that there were all these unidentified crafts over our nation's capital Come in on. restricted airspace Come is on. like, what? It's like a movie. It, it literally is like a movie, yeah. Yeah. It feels like there has to be so many like power players that has suppressed this. You know, like just even the the, just, the view, yeah. like the witness accounts of exactly. it. Exactly, like yeah, it's like, like the Men in Black or something going around, like oh, you didn't see anything, or you know, yeah. something. I don't know. I'm, they even talk about the Men in Black and the phenomenon. Oh my gosh! Oh they my do. gosh, they do. It's so awesome. So there are a couple sightings, and it's slipping my mind which sightings, but. Um, one guy says that the a bunch of guys, well not bunch of guys, two guys in black suits showed up the next day and they were like, you didn't see anything, you were drunk. Right. And um, by the way, you're gonna, if if you were drunk and people find out, you're gonna lose your job, like basically blackmailing black them. Blackmailing them, yeah. Um, so we have to get into the men in black in another episode Ooh, for that. sure. Let's do that. But this is just a really cool like account because it's so movie-esque mm -hmm. and it's and even if it were adversaries to the united states it would still be terrifying oh yeah absolutely like earthly adversaries right. i don't know about extraterrestrial, extraterrestrial. but no, just yeah um so i just want to share that with you guys it's a good one Thank you. Uh, this week's movie club pick is the babadook be sure to watch it before our next episode thank you so much for chilling with us is that all we got that's it. All right. Then we'll see you next week, Sunday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard. This has been a Sundown 96.6 FM production.